Welcome to The One, the podcast for dating from your most vibrant and authentic self. My name is Gina Catherine, and I am a confidence coach for love and sex. We know that we need to love ourselves, but nobody explains to us how to actually do this. This podcast has advice and practices on how to do just that. My mission is to help women deeply connect to their bodies, hearts, and minds. When we know, accept, and love ourselves, we draw in amazing partners and incredible experiences. I offer these words from the perspective of a usually straight, cisgendered, divorced, middle-aged white woman. It is my heartfelt hope, though, that there are nuggets for anyone to use in their sex, love, and relationships. In this podcast, I will invite you to let go of the piece of you that hopes for love but is skeptical and ask you to believe and take action in dating from a place of deep self-worth. The one exists and they are you. With that, let's dive deep into this week's episode of The One. Love bombing, ghosting, mixed messages, the slow fade, benching, breadcrumbing, stalking, orbiters, haunters, catfishing. Oh my, these can feel overwhelming to understand. And just hearing that there are so many toxic behaviors in dating can make you feel nervous enough to just stay home and take up plant propagation. I'm going to start and end this episode with this. When you are confident and self-aware, when you are operating in the dating world from a place of self-love, these behaviors are but small blips. I will define each behavior as I understand it and then offer some tips on how to avoid both being on the receiving end and being the disher-outer. Let's start with ghosting. A study from a few years back found that 50% of people in the dating pool have either been ghosted or have done the ghosting. Taking into consideration that one person's definition of ghosting can vary vastly from another person's definition of ghosting, and that the study was done in 2018, I'm going to make up a statistic here and just change that number to 100%. (laughs) For those who may not have had the internet or television for 12 years or so, ghosting is when you have established a connection with someone and they just disappear. They completely stop all contact without explanation. Being on the receiving end of ghosting can feel painful. It actually activates the same neural pathways as physical pain. Think about that. Being ghosted can make us feel disposable, unworthy, and we spin with worry on what we might have done wrong. We blame ourselves or try to find a way to blame ourselves just to know the reason. If we reach out and ask, we're needy. If we don't, there's a possibility that the person is stuck in a cave in Utah for 127 hours getting ready to amputate an arm. The point is the not knowing is a perpetual itch at best and a painful blow at worst. For this episode, I googled, what is the amount of time in order to qualify as ghosting? Three days. What do you do when three days have gone by and your last text is sitting unread? I don't know what you should do, but you know. Start by asking yourself some questions before you follow any internet dating advice. You get to decide, not the internet. Instead, ask yourself, do you care? I mean, be honest. 
Are you more upset by the idea of being ghosted than if the person actually was pulling away from you? I've probably been ghosted far more times than I remember because I actually did not care. The other person came to the conclusion before I had that this was not a contender for a relationship status or even very interesting. Ask yourself how long had you been dating or in contact? If you've met someone in person, I do think that merits some sort of an end sentence. Thank you for the coffee. I got back together with my ex the day after we had that coffee, but I do wish you all the best in your search for love. Only say it if it's true. If you lie, you're not only disrespecting the person, but you diminish your own self-respect. Damaging yourself by lying is never worth taking the easy way out. If you've just been texting or chatting on a dating app and the conversation came to like a natural fizzle, fizzled out ending, are you fine to leave it like that? I'm not bothered when someone stops chatting with me. I'm not even bothered when they unmatch with me on dating apps. But I'm a person who's done a lot of work on finding confidence within myself. If you've had sex with someone that you're dating, you really need to be saying something by way of an ending. I enjoyed meeting you, but I feel like we are not as compatible as I need to feel to move forward. Something that feels comfortable coming out of your mouth. Why people ghost can range from a person completely lacking empathy to someone who is just not sure what to say and is a person who avoids conflict at all costs to a person who is ghosting but really doesn't have a clue that that's what they're doing. Some people are just dating casually. Casual dating works if both people have confirmed that they are casually dating. If there's any ambiguity, just ask. If you are the person who's casually dating, you need to say this sometimes more than once. If you're the person who needs clarity, go ahead and just ask for it. Perhaps make it really light. Make it a really light ask if that feels okay to you. I'm sensing a lack of interest in a third date. Can you please confirm or deny? Maybe put a couple of happy face emojis to make it non-threatening. But do ask. Confidence in asking takes practice. So practice in all the areas of your life and it's going to be easier in dating because the stakes are high with dating. Your heart, your energy, your body are all invested in this dating thing. Okay, if you are doing the ghosting, ask yourself what part of the situation are you getting stuck on? Are you ghosting because you're afraid of rejection and you don't want to put yourself in any further? Are you ghosting because you fear confrontational conversations? Are you ghosting because you don't want to hurt someone's feelings by saying directly that you're not interested? Please know that it hurts more to be ghosted than it is to be let down. Always tell the truth when you are no longer interested. The cure for ghosting? Empathy. Practice empathy with everyone. Practice empathy liberally and openly in every area of your life. You'll recognize it in people who value it. You'll grow it in yourself and you'll attract it in others. And ghosting will become a non-issue. Soft ghosting is a new term for me. And it's when the other person continues to respond but is not really engaging any further. This is the person who sends a response emoji or a thumbs up to your two-paragraph text. Again, see above for what you want to do about the soft ghoster. Moving on. Catfishing. 
Catfishing is misrepresenting yourself. It's lying about or disguising your looks, your job, yourself in any way to lure someone in, but the real you is vastly different. I used to think that some people just don't know that they don't look like that picture of themselves anymore, but I don't want to date those people either. There's really no excuse for catfishing that is dateable to me. If you're the one doing the catfishing, ask yourself, what do you need to know in order to feel comfortable with the things that you're lying about? What do you need to know about your age, your weight, your height, your employment status? What do you need to know for these not to matter when you're looking for love? Being zombied. (laughs) This is a good one. This is when someone who ghosted you returns from the dead, usually with some lame excuse or just, hey, sup. (laughs) This is always a no. Don't engage. Do not wonder why. Do not glance at the zombie. Do not show any signs of life. Stay dead. They ghosted you. They're gone. Next up is someone who's giving mixed messages. This is a tough one and one that you'll need to feel completely self-aware to navigate. Mixed messages at the core is someone's actions are not aligned with their words. Common advice is that mixed messages is a maybe and a maybe is a no. I agree with this if you're looking for deep partnership. If you're casually dating, some people's energy just may be put somewhere else, in their job, in their activities, in another person. You'll need to know if you're okay with this. You also need to have strong boundaries and be keenly aware of your own preferences here. Is it okay with you if that someone just invites you when they're bored or lonely? Do you similarly feel like only calling someone when you need a tennis partner for doubles? You get to decide. When you interact with them, does your body feel safe and soft and flexible? Or are you bracing for their withdrawal? Or are you bracing for them pushing too much energy into your space? Are you relaxed with the amount of energy that each of you are exchanging? I hear the phrase mixed messages misused a lot when talking about the other person when you really like them, but they're not super into you. It goes something like this. They're so sweet and open and passionate, but they're giving me mixed messages. Are they though? Are they just not wanting the same type of relationship that you do and you're not accepting this? These are not mixed messages. This is suffering because what you want is more and what the other person wants is less. This is only mixed message if they're saying one thing and then their actions are not supporting that thing that they're saying. I found a few terms that are new for me. Cushioning. This is people who are in a monogamous relationship but they set up non-contact plan Bs, like their fallbacks. So if someone's not open to their exclusive relationship status, if they never see you, if they never make plans with you, move on. Plan B is a 2022 way of saying you're the side piece, and that's just the opposite of self-love. Orbiters. Orbiters are people who ended a relationship with you, but they watch you on social media and online like a satellite orbits the earth. Haunters are people who have ghosted you, but they do something like orbiters. 
They, they heart your posts, they comment on your social media from time to time, but they don't actively communicate with you. I have a haunter actually, and it is odd. I don't engage with my haunter, but after this episode, I might unfollow this person because it does cause negative energy to bubble up in me. Even if it's just me seeing a comment and wondering, it's weird that you're liking my post when there's a whole ass conversation hanging there in the DMs. Benching. I don't really know what this one means. If you know what it means, hit me up. (laughs) Stalking. Stalking can range from constantly and secretly looking at social media accounts to hiding in the backseat of your ex's car. (laughs) My advice is don't do the backseat thing ever and probably don't do the social media voyeur thing ever either. Ask yourself, how does stalking them on social media make you feel? What would you need to know in order to stop investing time in them? Do you need to know they're fine? Do you need to know that they're seeing someone else? Do you need to know that they miss you? Do you need to know that they got fat? What is it that you're looking for? Try filling yourself up in ways that don't involve them. Breadcrumbing, leaving little morsels for others. Breadcrumbing is really only breadcrumbing when the person getting breadcrumbing is hungry and wants more. Love bombing. Love bombing is commonly associated with narcissistic behavior. The love bomber showers you with compliments. They suddenly like all the same things that you do. They buy you expensive gifts. They show you over-the-top affection. But then they flip the switch. They flatter and adore and worship as a means to control you. And then they start to make you feel like you're doing something wrong. They start to try to control you and your interests. You feel like you're walking on eggshells with them all of the time. Love bombing is not the same as this intense rush of new romance. I'll talk more about that in a future episode. Love bombing is toxic. It's not just excitement, it's manipulation. To become immune to the love bomber, you need to cultivate a strong connection to yourself. When you're in a place where your sense of love and safety and belonging come from within, you are far less likely to get involved with the love bomber. Your energy would not even make you appealing to the love bomber. They move to a person who gets validation from others. When you have a daily self-love practice and you're full, you would never not see the love bomber for who they are. And this is true for all of these wacky and damaging dating behaviors. When you're dating from a centered place, a place of being your own best lover, the zombies and the ghost and the benchers, I still don't know what that one means, they are not on your radar. These ways are not your ways. And if you do find yourself doing any of these, or if you find yourself on the receiving end, this is a really cool light to show you here is where you need a little alignment. Think of it like the dashboard warning system on your car. The car is still going to go, but best to look into the warning light before you go on any big trips. I have a six-week coaching program designed to get you to this place of self-love. It's worth it to do it now. Summer is coming, and summer is such a beautiful time to date and explore romantic love. Heartfelt thank you for listening. I am honored every time you choose the one. Loving yourself does not require perfection. Big, juicy love requires us to get curious, to offer ourselves what we are searching for in others, and know that from this place of love and power, you magnetize amazing connections. 
Please do all the actions to keep the one podcast rolling. Share with others who may need to hear this episode. Like, download, sleep with me under your pillow. Click on the link in the show notes to subscribe to my monthly newsletter. And then listen every Monday and Thursday to get ever closer to the love that you so deeply deserve. You can also follow me on Instagram where I have tons of fun content to inspire you to be the one. You are loved by me.